You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. And that was a melody. Yeah, you like that, right? I'm Dude, a singer. Pat's, I'm Pat's a singer. It up, man. You know, in a moment of pure, raw, unadulterated um, vulnerability, Tom, one time Patrick looked at me crouched like a bird in his computer chair in front of his desk in LA and said, the secret is I just love singing. I do love singing. It's fun. It's, it's fun. It's I wish I could so, do it better, but it's fun. I don't know how you haven't signed up for cameo. So you, you probably should. As it's a, funny. Like, my, I, gr- my girlfriend was just only pre- singing. pressing me to do it. She, she, she was like, wait, you got offered? I said, yeah. She said, why wouldn't you do it? I said, eh, it feels like when you're not, like a real celebrity, it's. Uh, I think it's a little weird. And she's. There's like, a lot of non-celebrities on there, bro. You're more celebrity than a lot of people on there. <laughs> I said. Well, let me just say this. What would be your price? Uh, fifty bucks. Fifty oh, bucks. No. Oh no! Oh, I do, I, no! 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 I do it for twenty. Just try to get a volume <laughs> business. Twenty. Yeah, just because no, because it takes it takes literally three minutes. Not it's not like I'm doing any editing. You know what I mean? All right. So it's like no. all right. So so here's here's the um, micro machines guy. John something, I believe his name is. Mm. Looked him up. He's he's doing cameos. He's older. I don't think it's I don't think it's worth the money anymore, guys. He's no. lost his fastball. It's like uh, Oh, really? It's it's like you you're paying for 36-year-old Nolan Ryan, but you're getting 44-year-old Nolan Ryan. Mm. Like he can still hit you with an 85. You're not getting 93. Okay. You're you not getting, what? you know. Still there for the memories. All right, Pat, here's some, <clears throat> here's some comps if you want to know how much you can charge. Please. There's a fellow named Kanye East. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's charging 25 bucks. Okay. Max Cavalera mm-hmm. from Sepultura, 50 bucks. Okay. I, I Mark that. McGrath. Mark McGrath had a couple of number one hits, $90. Mm-hmm. Yep. Chris Carabba, a.k.a. Dashboard Confessional, 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter Noon from Herman's Hermits. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. also had some hits, fifty bucks. Yeah, or you can just say fuck it and either go. You can go either Steve Vai for one seventy five, or, or Stephen Piercy from Rat for one ninety nine. Yeah, way too. I mean, uh, Puck from the Real World. He's temporarily unavailable, but you can send him a message for three dollars. Okay. <laughs> how much you think? How much you think? Um, all right, so Gary Holt, who is in Slayer and Exodus, thirty five bucks. Eric Neese, I mean, also the, from the real world, these $50. These people have all spent more time on television than I have. You know what I mean? it's uh, Right. So that's why I think you're right in like the 20 to 30 range. How, Pat, wow. how much do you think Ted Nugent asks for I mean, I, for would, one? I would hope he'd be over $50. I would hope he'd be 90 mm. How about 300 Okay. <laughs> 
What do you think? You know what? Here's an idea. Kenny G, famous saxophonist. What do you think he charges for a cameo? Oh, Jesus. Uh, I mean, he doesn't need the money at all. It's, he might be in that 200 range. 350. Holy shit. Uh, Ted Danson. But I think that's he's not on. He's not on camera. Man. He's not on cameo. But I think that's like there's certain people that are like it's it's almost when you hear those bands that ask for such an astronomical amount of money that you're just like, I'm going to ask for this. Yeah. If you'll pay for it, I'll do it. But I don't just I don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like like, fuck you money almost. Like it's like okay. Yeah, that's kind of. I would buy one for Pat. I would buy one. I think maybe that's that's the new thing we do for Patreon. (laughs) <laughs> is what I address every single person. Cameos, yeah, maybe you do cameos for everybody on Patreon. Everybody gets to pick which one of the three of us does a, a private cameo for them and, and on their topic. Like, you, know you, know what the famous one. you know what I've started doing? He is the famous one, but I've I've started sending uh, people uh, meme flags on Ali, from AliExpress. So, mm-hmm. like, if I have people's addresses, I don't have very many people's addresses, but if I have people's addresses, I'm just sending them random, like the from the like the B movie. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. They, they make these big flags on AliExpress and like, uh, th- but they're worthless. You know what I mean? They'll be like the, the B movie guy in like a blurry image of him. Like, <laughs> you know I mean? or like how B much do these cost? Guy? How much do they cost? $7 Australia. Okay. That's not bad. I was going to say like that's American. Uh, that's 60 cents on the dollar, I think. So, yeah, like, so, so like four bucks. Yeah. And they're, they're like wall hangings. They're like, they're like very large here. I'm going to send, I'm going to send you this link right now. Tell me if you would, if, if either of you guys would like me to mail this to your house for the uh, few dollars. Um, hold on. I mean, the answer is yes. Okay. Well, I don't know if you'd want to hang this one, Tom. This, the, 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 <laughs> I mean, unless it's like something that's going to get me fired. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, it doesn't have to go on your front door, you know what I mean? I, well, yeah, but I don't know if you want it in the back of your uh, Zoom call. Or <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I do think you should send that to Tom. He does want that. <laughs> oh. Wow, probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is 35% of Bibble, these Nuts, Tapestry, Hippie, Wall Hanging, Funny Decoration. Yep. Where do you find this stuff? Yo, I, I spend a lot of time on AliExpress yeah. looking for yeah, the Yeah, li- life deep is long and Patrick knows it. Um, yeah. <laughs> thank you to our sponsors, Convulse Records. Oh, yeah. Thank you to our sponsors, Run for Cover Records. Shrek. Ants with a Z. Thank you to our sponsors to live a lie. Uh, what's another one of these memes? Hold on. Let me, let me click through. Oh, uh, giant tapestry of a Kanye West tweet that says in Jesus name, no more cap. And (laughs) thank you to our sponsor. Closed casket activities. Uh, 1975 soft microfiber fabric, travel towel, 1975 Gene Hackman, thriller, thriller, movie, thriller, uh, night, night moves. <laughs> thun, thun, thunder. Um, closed casket activities, closed casket activities.com. Uh, you know what? We're going to, we're going to finish with them because closed casket activities is very, very busy. We're going to go first to, to live Click on that web store. Um, you know, major appreciation to them. They always have cool new things that I am curious about. Um, the one I am looking at today is the endorphins lost, Cassette, uh, head sick, um, Pacific Northwest band, faster stuff, but like a mix. I listened to one song and was feeling this. Plenty hard enough, um, like blasting kind of hard shit. And um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm recommending this tape. Endorphins Lost. But more so, um, go to the new products. That's always the coolest stuff. And To Live Lie does a great job of keeping... Oh, they have the Rabbit LP. Ooh, this is another one I really want. The the Rabbit Halo Flies LP. This is a Brooklyn band. Um, if you haven't heard them... Did I talk about Rabbit? I meant to. I think they were, weren't they on one of your... I think I might have been on your list. So we definitely talked about it. They're playing Brooklyn on Friday with... Uh, yeah, this is one of the bands I'm, I'm most curious and interested in seeing. Um, I really like their 12-inch. Mmm. Uh, would with the name and bands they play with, it would make you think punk core, punk fast hardcore. But it's almost like, what if a post, like, what does fast punk hardcore sound like post metalcore? Mm. Yeah, it's very um, noisy. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. got a lot going on. So, wow. So, pick up the Endorphins Lost tape and the Rabbit Halo Flies. Boom. LP um, and oh they have the in love they have a bunch of the DGR records oh there's a lot of cool stuff here all right so everybody go check that out um, to live a lie.com close casket activities <sighs> close casket activities.com guys Justin has been busy so busy so busy sneaking stuff uh, out there I'd like to talk about one go for it this wasn't even planned but I just know that it just it's it's up for pre order. Do it. Um, our buddies from Texas, mm. Mm. Judiciary, mm. just right. released yeah. a new single. Um, the record is called Flesh and Blood. I love the fucking cover. It's the Scales of Justice and Fuego. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> pre order comes out. It ships tentatively on March seventh. Um. The new song is fucking great. The video say, is I'm, awesome. I'm actually on time with something for a change. I listened to the single yeah. like an hour after it dropped, and it is fucking good. And our friend sent us the video early on, and we were like, holy crap. It was like a yeah. great music video. Judiciary Rules. I'm glad that they're back, and they came out, they're coming out with a new record. Um, I spoke to Austin. I was like, we will. We have to have them back on him and Jake. Yeah, that's a really and good make point. sure that Pat doesn't hit a fucking deer this time. Yep. Well, he avoided the deer. Well, he but. avoided the deer. Just you know what? Plow through him next time. I can't. It's <sighs> vegan. It's cool. I can't. Do they Three even can't. have deer in Australia? They do not. Uh, you know what? I heard that they, I heard that they might have them on like farms, um, but uh, they're no, not indigenous. They're not indigenous. Yeah. True. Um. So yeah, they're like just kangaroos, like bouncing around, like in the middle of the uh, middle of the road. Yes, Everywhere. correct. I see them every every day of my life. Do you every have a, day. Do you How try cool to square up with them? Have we, uh, no, but they are the, the Australians here. Are, uh, there's something wrong with them. Like where they uh, little kids will go up and try to like be really close to them. They're fucking really they're aggressive. They're intimidating animals. Like and are they attracted? Not- aren't they attracted to light? Is this the thing we talked about? Uh, well, I think they freeze in the same way that deer are supposed yeah. to freeze, but they deer that's that's only half true with deer. I think it's fully fully true with with uh, kangaroos. Um, I think they're more confrontational about it. They're like, "Oh, you're going to flash a light on me? Let's go. Let's I'm square run up." Directly into your vehicle. Um, you um, guys so, hear something crazy though? Are you aware sure. that that uh, their balls are in front of their penis? Closedcasketactivities.com. <laughs> We're still in the middle of the read. Um, that judiciary, is weird. flesh and blood. Uh, shout okay. out to Judiciary Flesh and Blood. Their balls are not directly in front of their penises that we know of. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And if it is, it's cool too. Yeah. If it is, that's really cool. That leads to some cool, wacky hijinks. Um, Two days before Close Casket announced the judiciary record, Close Casket announced the Full of Hell Primitive Man collaboration LP, Suffocation Hallucination. Hmm. So everybody should check that out. Um, Okay. So both those records are available now. Um, We knew about it last week, but I'm going to be real. Sometimes I like, because so much noise gets created when Close Casket does stuff, I like to give the follow-up because there's a lot of cool stuff going on. Keep your eyes on Close Casket. Follow them. Watch the label. Our number one original OG supporter. So shout out CloseCasketActivities.com. Go order those records. Guys, how we doing? How we feeling? Uh, I feel fantastic. Uh, I'm now a fellow that's uh, uh, done financially well enough that I spend a lot of time on heritage auctions. Uh, <laughs> looking, at, looking at original comic art for uh, that I can't afford. Um, but, but you're doing, doing, doing that well. So you can afford he's doing well enough. He's doing well enough that he can look. I can look. I've never looked before, Tom. It's, it's a little different. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know? Uh, Good for you. I spend a lot of time on uh, the, that Japanese poster site and a lot of time oh, yeah. on, on heritage You love promotions. that? I do. Um, you buy anything? Uh, or are you just a browser? The Japanese poster site I've bought entirely too much because those are like 100 bucks a piece if you find. They're super nice, but they're super expensive. Yeah, but, but uh, you know, 100 bucks is like kind of like my – like okay yeah that's that's fun let's do that um but once you get uh to that like like 110 you're out yeah 100 <laughs> percent. right like 99.99 sell it to me yeah 101 dollars get not, the fuck out of here not on my watch yeah so i made a money so, so uh, the, uh the i've watched a lot of things that i wanted to purchase on the mm. heritage auction site uh however in the last like th- you know five hours or whatever it shot up to uh, unsustainable. So like yeah, yeah, exactly right. Like right now, I'm looking at a uh, Al Jaffe, uh, who people may know from Mad Magazine. Uh, when, mm. I say, when I say people, I'm talking about people that are a hundred um, might know from sure. Mad Magazine. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, he's the one. Do you remember the fold ins? Uh, you would have to fold the paper to get the new image, right? So it's an yes. it's an image that makes sense, but then when you fold it, it's the, it's the payoff of the, of the thing. So the original. The original art for one of those is uh, is currently available from '83, and it's uh, it's also a message that I really like. So I'm I'm watching it right now. Twenty one dollars. I think it's going to shoot up to three hundred, uh, and you know that's too rich for my blood. Now here's my is question for you. Hmm. <laughs> no, I could do it if I wanted. Do you have any original comic art that is uh, important to you? Uh, do I have any original? Um, do you have anything physical that's important to you? Uh, yeah. So the only things that the only things that I uh, am really keen on as collectibles is I would like an office space that is, uh, uh, you know, visually just what I want it to be. Right. So uh, yes. the very few things that I have, like I have uh, the, for the comic book Concrete, uh, that they made a, oh, a, yeah, resin, yeah, yeah. a resin statue in probably 1993 or whatever, and. Yep. Uh, I have one of those on my desk. Uh, I've got um, 
some cell animation from a movie that's a little controversial. So I'll, I'll spare you Tom and not say it. Um, <laughs> and I've got, uh, who, who are you really sparing? I've got, I've got some, uh, I've got some, uh, posters that are originals and stuff, things that you just mm. want to get framed and hang on a wall. But I made a promise to myself, sorry, this is bad information. Everybody. I, I made mm-hmm. a promise to myself that I'd stop buying wall art until I get everything framed. Right. Cause like it's framing is more expensive than some of this art. 90% of the time. And let me tell you this, as somebody who has had a lot of different framed art as well as poster times, et cetera. But when I was 19, 20, I worked at a screen printing shop that was across the hall from a framing place. Mm. So anything I wanted to get framed, 10 bucks. Yep. Wow. Throw me a shirt. That's cool. So Tom, the killing time poster I gifted you, that was done yes. there. Yeah, like it's a like, wonderful uh, hangout. Beautiful, it's great, beautiful. and they did a great job with it. Um, but then I got, I moved to California. I have some cool pieces. I'm like, I want to get a couple more things framed, and it's like, oh yeah, that's going to be like 115. dollars I was like, what? Why is it highway so robbery? Huh? Why is it so expensive? Because it's can. labor. It's it's they can all the parts of it are like. Here's the deal. You know how to cut glass? Me neither. I, <laughs> you no. know. Like they custom do it. They, they have to, part of it's on the risk that they don't mess your thing up. Like I get it, but boy, it sucks. So, um, so anyways, the framed artwork is a dangerous game because then you hit a point where like, wait a second, I don't even think I have room enough to put this nonsense up in my whole house. Yeah. So you end up like me who has like this incredible 1972 New York Knickerbockers poster framed in the garage with nowhere to put it. Mm. What am I going to do with it? So anybody wants it, let me know. Uh, you pay shipping, I'll send it to you. Speaking of giving things away, before we get too deep in this, Tom, let's give some stuff away. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. I'm the freebie man. I'm the freegan. Hold on. <laughs> let me pull this up. Patrick, when's the last time you heard someone seriously refer to themselves as a freegan to you? Oh, it's probably been 10 years minimum. Minimum, right? Right. All right, so today, as you're listening to this, hopefully, it is Tuesday, January 24th, Anno Domini, in the year of our Lord. Um, If you live in the, well, if you live in the Northeast or you want to travel to the Northeast on Saturday, January 28th, you have your choice of two, a, a pair of tickets to either of these shows. So your choices are 1 p.m., at St. Vitus. So thank you to St. Vitus and Dave Castillo for hooking us up with these giveaways. We'll have some more from them going forward. Some, it's a lot of sold-out shows coming up that we're going to get some hookups for that we're going to be mm. able to share with people. So I'm psyched. Um, so thank you, St. Vitus. So uh, Saturday, January 28th, 1 p.m. in St. Vitus in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. You can have a pair of tickets to... Uh-oh. Did I just lose Tom in a critical moment? We lost Pat. We lost Tom at the good part. He's going to come back with even more fervor. This is us just building up the suspense. <laughs> Yo, he's got the worst internet on the fucking North America. It's oh, crazy. Man. Did you catch, and shout out to our Patreon listeners, the last time we recorded, we did a, a pretty long Patreon episode that was one of my favorites, so go sign up. Um, and multiple times through the podcast, we drop out each of us so that it's like two of the three of us are talking and the other one's just in the background going, 
Hello? Hello, yeah. Can tried, you hear me? I tried what? to those, but I decided to leave that that's on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you left Hello. those. You left two really good ones. So um, I think Tom's typing to us. Can you yeah, hear me? Yeah, I'm back no, now. How much now do you hear? Can. Nothing. We heard Mother you dropped literally. Like it was like magic. You yeah. like you said the date. So give the date location again and, and go for it. Right, can we add it? To, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I, was like, it's fine. I go, how do you want to do that, Bob? And I'm like, Bob. Hello. Hello, Bob. <laughs> Ground control to Major Bob. I like that um, song. You hate that song? No, I love it. I like that. Oh. I liked your version, too. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, so you can have a set of tickets. I'm going to make this a little bit. I was very, you know, talking a lot. So Saturday, January 28th, 1 p.m. at St. Vitus in lovely Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Means of Survival, Adrian. Moment of Truth, Age of Apocalypse, and Mind Force. You can have a set of tickets to that, or you can have a set of t- uh, pair of tickets to the 6 p.m. show at the same venue. You can go get some fucking slices down the block at Screamers, go up to the show. You can go see Exhibition, Dead Last, Seat of Pain, Age of Apocalypse, and Mind Force. Both shows are like incredibly sold out. Um, so, yeah, you can have a pair of tickets to one of those. Um, and we'll also have tickets. Going forward to some other sold out shows that St. Vitus is involved in. So thanks to St. Vitus. Thanks to, to Dave Castillo. Um, and so here's so yeah. here's how we're going to do this. Yes. You have to repost uh, the Axe to Grind podcast episode. And we'll post it. And maybe we'll post this and the ticket. You have to repost it on your Instagram story, whatever it is. Add us at Axe to Grind podcast. And do something creative, whatever it is. Is it a cool little like animated thing? Is it a great song? Is it the Brock Beat It song? I love that track. Um, Do something fun. Most creative one gets it. And Tom, I believe they get to choose, right? You said that? They get to choose. So it's a pair of tickets to either of those shows. So hell yeah. So uh, we'll post it. The last tickets we did tied down went so fast. However, a bunch of people are trying to get in there. Um, get in because sometimes someone enters and then doesn't get back to us in like a few hours. I wait 24 hours and we've had it where we end up giving other tickets out. So get in, get your name in line, and then you'll be in the queue. And if we end up with a couple extras, we throw them at you too. So uh, all it takes, Patrick, all it takes is... I, a, thought there, I thought there was a whole process there. Dude. New York State Lottery. How, oh, what's okay. the New York State Lottery? You got to be in do- A dollar a dream. All it takes is a dollar and a dream. So get in there. Um, and in this, you don't even need a dollar, just a repo. So do that. Um, yo, let's talk about some stuff. Uh, hardcore. We, hardcore. Um, uh, the internet was alive with hardcore this past week. Yeah, I, there was a lot being discussed. Uh, a lot, uh, some good, some, some less good. good. Yeah, some interesting I, topics. A lot of weird things, but yeah. Can I lead with my favorite? Lead with your favorite. This one might be controversial. Okay, uh, Danny Diablo, mm. uh, <clears throat> Lord Isaac, to, to yes. the uninitiated. Today, Friend of the show. Today I gave, Friend of the show. Today I gave, all cap all caps lock of course. Um, today I gave birth to a baby hawk. Seriously, respect. My bird, squawk, squawk, squawk. Uh, <laughs> I love it. 
okay. So uh, that's my favorite. Uh, let's let's end it there. That's the best of. Is he the best NYHC internet guy? He might be. You know, there was Man, a, that's a great was, question. There was a person that went viral with a uh, a tweet about you know like these Andrew Tate characters are are uh, toxic, uh, but there is something to the fact that young men do need role models. Is there anybody? Can anybody suggest somebody that? is a, a, a role model, a good role model. Yeah. Uh, th- th- okay, th- okay. For young men that, uh, you know, isn't kind of dealing in the same, uh, uh, spaces as, as the Andrew Tate's of the world. And, uh, I almost responded with, I think 2023 Isaac might, might be in the running. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, let, let, let's throw his name in the hat at least. I mean, he likes Hawks. He fucking, he's pro trans and he defends trans people. He broke yeah. up a fight at a show. I mean, broke up to which is my favorite part of the whole thing is one of the people involved in it literally picked up the garbage can that they threw and picked up the garbage and put it back. (laughs) (laughs) The putting it back part is good. That's the like, it's amazing. True, true respect is like, let me just uh, reset this to the way it it should be here. Yeah. Sorry about was it here. Was it here? Was it wait? Was it right here? Yeah. It's pretty great. Uh. Okay, so uh, what else is going on in? Uh, okay, um, it's been quiet. Sh- <laughs> yeah, Tom's like my timeline been silent, baby. I, got, um, I don't know what you're talking about. There's been nothing on the hardcore in on the timeline for <laughs> at least sometimes. 10 sometimes, if you in a pro like this is like uh, proactive. Like, um, what's the other big acne thing? Uh, Accutane, right? Accutane, this is yeah. the Accutane for the hardcore person's brain have at least one other serious interest. I would really recommend two. Uh, it could be it, it could be fucking mugs. It could be movies, sports, uh, rocks, coin collecting, travel, whatever it is. Have oh, one or two other... Tapestries from Japan? Com- yes. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, obscene flags to send to friends. Have one or two <laughs> other major interest points that you can insert into whatever your social media consumption is so that you can avert your eyes when necessary. Mm. Um, Just because sometimes, and it's not like any one thing, there was an awful lot of hardcore coming at me this weekend. And you know what I really just did? I just like saw it. I saw my, my one good buddy who who's big into like uh, sports card collecting and he had a lot to say this weekend, and I really appreciated it. I was like, "Oh, interesting! I didn't even know this." Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. Um, I, 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 it, I followed it with a passion unknown in a long time. So that's the uh, Accutane for the hardcore brain. Okay. Um, wow, it's rhymes too. It's good. Yeah. Right. Um, let's talk about this. Should hardcore be commercially viable? Okay, I saw this one. Um, <clears> that was the premise of our first episode, from for, at least for me. Uh, mm. Was the first episode for you? You're not on some of the other ones. Like- yeah, no, no, I mean it's what it's it was uh, what I put out in the world. Uh, I don't know how much you want to co-sign it or not. Um, Probably not. It, it, it's uh, <laughs> it's just uh, I thought. Okay, so this was from our man Ace, who was responding to a uh, uh, alt press article about how uh, hardcore is experiencing a, a rare moment of uh, financial viability. Right? You could be sure. a, you could be a hardcore band and potentially uh make a, it. make a life of some sort i'm gonna say of some sort because 
You can uh, pay rent. Right. Correct. So for you're not buying a fucking mansion. Let's everybody just. Yeah. Uh, everybody. Unless you're drug church, baby. No, honestly, that's I, it. I, I don't fucking know. Ivory Coast, whatever. Gold Coast, wherever you live. I don't know if this would be, fun, be a mansion in Cohoes, New York, and it's got his name on it. Well, that's it. Let me say this. Uh, I don't think it would be that interesting to people, but maybe as a Patreon at the end of this year, we can. I'll just be in, uh, in possibly transparent about my financials, and we can just just talk. bring your receipts. Yeah, we can just We're talk. Finally, about getting Patrick's tax records. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I'm finally. I I, uh, I caved. I'm the. I'm on the Trump. Then all of a sudden, you hear, "Hey, murder church, get over here." <laughs> yeah, so exactly. You said you made how much? Uh, the, well, the Southern District is chasing me, Tom. Um, so of New York, yeah, like yeah. no, I'm teasing. That's Trump. So, I mean, you never know. So here's the thing: uh, if if people were really, this was like, I don't know if people are still curious about this sort of stuff. When I was younger, this was a real topic where everybody was kind of pocket watching and curious what what, what other people's uh, financials were. I don't see that very much, but I might not be looking. Um, mm. But I, you know, I'm not. I have other jobs. I don't mind talking about any of this stuff. So uh, I, I just, I'll just lead with the. Here, here's a little tease. Um, mm, mm. When we say financially viable, twelve month tease. Uh, yeah. Here's a question for you fellas: If we counted yeah. Drug Church as a hardcore band, which uh, I'm completely available to the idea that no, but if we sure, ca- sure. if we counted a Drug Church, um, where would you put us in the conversation? I think upper, you're viable. upper middle upper class. Actually, you're in the upper class. Not okay, in the yeah, top one percent, like in the top five thirty-seven percent, like tax bracket. Okay, so as that person, let me assure all of our listeners that financial viability is is not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Financial viability is. Um, well, no, but let's be realistic. I'm sorry to cut you off. Back. No, please. But I think if you think you are like the 1% because most people can't even like pay rent. And this is no slight on anybody that doesn't pay their rent off of it. But like you guys – like bands that can literally sustain themselves off of punk and hardcore, like that's a rare breed. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And that's – I mean that's fucking awesome. So like it is pretty – Rare, you know, like you know, you, you like quote unquote like sustainability and you know and viable and all that sort of stuff. But it's like you might not be able to go out to a fucking hundred dollar dinner every week, but your rent is paid. You can fucking put clothes on your back and you can fucking eat ramen. Like you're already doing better than ninety nine percent of bands. Okay, so uh, yeah, I don't want to come in on some snob shit. I'm I'm just saying that uh, I think that there's. I don't know if people ever define the terms when they're talking about this this shit, right? So um, when we and we, I think we said it wrong because we said financially viable. I think commercially viable was the actual. Oh, is that quote. right? Okay, right. Okay. Yes, so, yes, yes. so, 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 so we should be clear too. Commercially viable is the term. Shout out I to mean, a, shout out Forum Passion. Passion. Yes, shout out, yeah. Forum Passion shout out from Chicago. Yeah. From Chicago. So here's the problem. Number one. Sorry for anyone, because I'm sure there's somebody at Alternative Press that listens to this. Mm-hmm. Fucking Alternative Press. Yeah, right. they have like fucking look at like the like the goobers that have been on the cover of that magazine. Yeah, it's also I mean that's number one. Yeah. Commercially viable, hardcore is always ahead of the fucking curve. Of course, it's commercially viable. Like, are you guys still there? I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, All right, every once in a while, just grunt so I know I'm not yelling out into the void, like yeah. like the guy from broadcast. God, it would my be window. so good if we just started grunting more on this podcast. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think you know, you think like 
everything that's cool hardcore did like 10 years ago. From the 80s on. Who the fuck? Nobody wore Doc Martens before the fucking punks and skins did. Then it became mm-hmm. a thing. Who the fuck like, you know, Ian McKay wore Vans. They weren't, you know, like fucking whoever was big in 1982 was like not wearing Vans. Right. And I think, of course, it's commercially viable. It always has been because it's always been the fucking coolest thing going. Hip hop and hardcore and punk are the only really like cool fucking sub sub kind of um, subculture things. Subculture. Sorry, I was blanking on the fucking name. No going. And I think, I think, you know, whether or not it's, it's financially viable is one thing, but I think commercially viable, it's like, yeah, hardcore kids for the most part look pretty fucking cool. And bands do too. Yeah, look, uh, I think that that's an interesting conversation in and of itself because. Yeah, we might need to. That, that might be a whole goddamn episode. Jesus. Well, I mean, it's just the, this idea that like hardcore is like considered whack every few years and then cool again. And then, you know, it's just, it's all bullshit at the end of the day. Right. Like it's just all like this weird. Um, it's as cool or whack as anything else in the whole world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in terms of like what cycles in and what people decide is cool or not. Um, but I, I, I'm, I, I like hearing Tom's conversation about it because it's hard to argue the passion with which people have for hardcore, right? And that's got to count for something in that people make it their life. Um, And so then the question is, are people comfortable with other people making it their life in a way that they are also financially dependent on it? And that's where I pull back on myself and go, Yo, there's been a lot of people who've made money on a tour playing music that has no right on a radio station and doesn't have some built-in mega audience, and I don't begrudge that of them. You know, I actually, you know, respect. Um, And it's not, it's kind of a hats off, you know, to those who came, good luck the other way energy for people who want to get mad that a band they like ended up succeeding whether they aim to or not and and the other question that comes up from this is does the aim matter uh i think it matters to to a lot of our listeners and uh, uh, to a lot of yeah yeah i mean you know this is uh everybody changes their tune on this um let's just be frank a lot of people have no ambition of being a uh, band Right, they think it's going to be like a fun summer thing. Uh, you know, I'm going to do a band with my buddies, and then for whatever reason, it it takes off, and uh, often the tune changes, and mm. that that's also okay. <laughs> you know, that's part of that's part of a lot of people's journey in music. Is yeah, we started as a joke band, and then people liked it, uh, and then uh, we're we're playing Ozfest. And it's like okay, okay, well, you know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, look like, uh, Ani DeFranco, here's a dated reference, uh, <laughs> uh, has a sign or has a song, uh, uh, Napoleon. Right. And it's just about yep. how, how everyone's a little Napoleon, which is that as soon as you, uh, get a little, you want to take more. Right. You, yeah. It, and, mm. and that's how almost everybody on earth is. Um, 
Now, there's different ways to do that. There's ways that are more and less embarrassing and more and less overt. But uh, it's what I will say is that for myself, at least, it's fun to advance in things. It's always fun to to do better than you did last time in whatever respect, you know. And, and so, sometimes, sometimes that's how you're received. Oh, we received better on this record. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And <laughs> I, I've had uh, friends in bands who have had the experience of being the darling band who were as you know like that <clears throat> that infallible cool that you can't even take shots at this band yep. without somebody being like oh you're just a jealous hater like clearly everyone loves this band and they're doing everything right who pivot and just kept saying like well we're just going to say yes to opportunities that don't feel lame to us because yeah. at the end of the day, it's the you know four, five, six, whatever people in this van who matter. And if we don't see a reason to say no, why are we going to say no? Because someone who liked our band might think what we're doing is lame. Well, we don't. So let's give it a whirl. And that turned out to be a life-altering decision for those folks. Just full stop. They ended up being able to, and I'm not talking about like, oh, they all went and bought mansions. No, they all went and did incredible things in their lives that they never expected their, you know, hardcore band would take them. So should should hardcore be commercially viable? Um, I think we might need to pull Ace in to have a real, real <laughs> table on this, but. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I mean, don't you think it's always been. I'm sorry. No, no. Well, to, to your question, do I think it's always been? No, I don't think it's always been because I think there is a route, and I think about it this because uh, one of the fellas who was on, who is on the best show that that podcast that I don't really listen to, but was a very nice guy and did uh, did the podcast that me and my buddy Pete do. Um, Mike is a guy who's been around since the late '70s in like local New Jersey and like saw the Ramones in the seventies, saw the birth of punk, saw a lot of early hardcore. I was like, yeah, you know what? I've always thought hardcore was lame. <laughs> you know, he's like, it was too macho for me in 1980. Tom, this fella is yeah. your size, my size. And you know, big deal. Uh, yeah. 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 Not like, and not like, so, but he's just like, I never got the appeal of it. I always thought it was lame. Hmm. So I think there is an element of it that it isn't, it isn't for everybody, but at the same time, in the same way that goth music, in the same way that spiky punk, in the same way that industrial, in the same way that death metal, these things that are, uh, what's the kindest way to say something that's hard for someone to get into, but once you're in it, you can find this nuance and beauty. Like I, I say to people all the time, I don't know how much I'd like music if it wasn't for hardcore. Mm. Because before that, I just wanted to play like basketball and lacrosse and like play. And you have to pick out what you like because it's a lot of crap. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and I like, think that's big. 
and I liked music generally and thought it was neat, but but in a casual way. Then I got right. Oh, I like Men at Work. Right, yeah, like oh, I bought too legit to quit on cassette tape at Strawberry. Yeah, cool, single, whatever, man. Yeah, right, but but because of hardcore and having to find it and discover the parts of it that I found appealing and working through it, then I, I basically worked backwards into liking music. Um, so, no, I, I think it's an interesting piece. I think it does hit these milestones. Like, if you ask me right now. Is there a cooler? Is there a cooler musical act that's ever existed beyond the Bad Brains? I don't have an answer. I don't think so. You know, um, no. despite some of their issues, like you know, like they're cool. Look at the album cover. I mean, the only people up there are the Roar. bands that are like all time. Like, correct. Will still be discussed a hundred years from now, like the fucking Who or like Rolling Stones. Right. Right, 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 and so that's the and, and that's the the thought is is that somewhat insular a little bit, but also like so for for so when we talk about commercially viable, commercially viable means that it's a money maker, and we know for a fact that many of these bands have not made a dime. If if the world was fair, if commercial viability was an even playing ground, the bad brains would be millionaires many times over and we know just factually that's not what happened that's just not how it shook out um and there's a certain level i I had a good friend who asked me this question and it kind of fits here so we'll divert for a second then we can get back to this but i thought it was interesting to get your guys take um the descendants popular band from the 80s pretty seminal um been doing shows for the past 10 years ish uh do well like i'm not we're not trying to count the dollars but those fellas those guys can just do the descendants and pay all their bills and be live a very nice life yes play 20 shows a year and all be making six why didn't that happen for the bad brains i mean i think well i mean there's the there's a number of reasons but yeah yeah, I mean, address the elephant first. Yeah, for you know, for black dudes, right? Maybe that, I think plays that hurts. Well. I think some of their um, some of their stances based on their religion didn't help. You know, a lot of homophobic stuff that wasn't always great, and I think they got in their own way more than most bands because I think people did really kind of want to look out for them. And, no, well, and, and I mean, think about this: when they were first coming back, when they were fucking soul brains because they could, they didn't want to be bad brains or whatever the story was with that. Yep. This is when God of Love. I don't remember ninety five, maybe. Soul brains might even be later, but there was God of Love. Was they were they had the bad brains name then, but when they came back in ninety eight or ninety nine, they were soul brains. And, and again, I have no because right, they did they that like Chrome X tour. No, I'm talking about they were on a Beastie Boys arena tour. Hmm. Across the United States of America and like lasted like a day or two hmm. before like HR f- did something and it got kicked off the tour. Like the BC so some self some self-sabotage. Yeah, the BC boys, the biggest champions of the bad brains known to man. Right. And I think the descendants, I think, you know, you hear all the stories, they're like, Yeah, like when they were first around, you know, 
they did fine. It wasn't anything big. Sure. They came, when I first saw them come back, so this is like 95 when Everything Sucks came out. Yep. They played like Coney Island High and like the Wetlands. Right. So, right. you know, 500 cap, 600 cap places. It wasn't like, what the fuck? They're playing arenas. They're bigger now than they had ever been. That's true. You know what I mean? I think, I mean, I was, I was joke like, not to fucking make it about myself. The, one of the coolest shows I've ever gotten to play was fucking skate and surf in Asbury Park, New Jersey, like 10 blocks from where I lived for years. Um, and the Descendants headline. We got to play with the fucking Descendants. And it was like one of the coolest things I've ever gotten to do. They headlined the last night. They played in front of a quarter of the crowd of people that were there. Interesting. That was 02 when that um, they came out with that record that was not well received. And then people kind of cool. Um, Cool to be you, maybe? No. That's right. Uh, yeah, It's something like that, yeah. Must be pretty cool to be you. Yeah. No one gave a shit. Everybody left. But like then I saw him at like Roseland sold out in front of like 4,000 people. But I think like those dudes, you know, always had all this stuff going on, other irons in the fire. And I sure. think, you know, them being able like, look at all. Why is all not a tenth as big as the Descendants? Yeah, that's true. There's all uh, records that are records. as good as any Descendants songs, any Descendants records. Full I, stop. I I agree, I agree, um, and they are. You're you're totally right. So, how do how how and Patrick jump in here too? Do you have an <laughs> idea of what, no no no? You you laid out the table. Um, do you have any opinions on why the Bad Brains might not have gotten the same bounce back like a, a band like the Descendants did? Because uh, the Descendants played. Uh, like kitschy, Easy. kitschy, memey children's music, and the Bad Brains were an actual band. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's any comparison. And so there, there here's here's to talk about commercially viable. Yeah, exactly. Bad and they Brains. also played an MTV fucking, sure. you know, Bad Brains at eighty totally. They played like MTV, like, hey, yeah, what's going on? We're at the beach for fucking spring break. Here comes a Bad Brains doing songs off of Quickness. I think it must have been 89. Yeah, so, so, so here's my thoughts on that, is that yeah. uh, it, it, there's a novelty to hardcore. There always is going to be. Uh, I mean, we see this with the Barstool retweets, right? It's novelty. Like, every everybody in the right. sound of my voice has been to a show where people are dancing and looking like fucking fools. We don't think anything of it. It's a cultural thing. But when Barstool sees it, like, it's look, like punching each other for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So there's there's something there's something kitschy and, and novelty and 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 just cute uh, for people that aren't like it's like the way that my friends that don't listen to hardcore at all still all own a Chromax shirt. Every single one <laughs> that like is That's kind so of like amazing. kind of like reads like Mojo or Spin Magazine. Like they they all own Chromax shirts because there's Chromax Ramones. Yeah, oh, a fishbone yeah. shirt yeah, and, a, and a bad brains yep. capital and, shirt and a pair of Converse. You know what I mean? And 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 it's just that's a look for subculture a type, uniform, right? That's a certain type of person, and and it's a uh, it's uh, I mean, Descendants are a remarkable band. I'm you know obviously I'm shitting on them, but like they're a remarkable band, and and part of what has kept them interesting to people for so long is that those songs are for lack of a better word, they're kind of pop songs and in a way that bad brains are not, you know what I mean? And I just don't, I, I don't even think that this is a fair comparison in some ways. Like the Ramones, no. the Ramones played fast, but those were just 50 songs sped up. 
that's you know Darlene I mean? loves exactly songs. Right. Yeah, that's, right. That's right. totally right. And 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 so the Bad Brains um, played uber fast. Played essentially fusion music of eight different types. Were doing a really challenging thing to an average like. Yes, they played the MTV yeah. Spring Break party. It party. It was challenging to the audience. I mean, um, some bands are just bands. Bands. That's right. Well, it, but here's the thing: the the part of the conversation I think I omitted, but was by all approximations, all conversations, you talk to someone who saw the Bad Brains in the '80s, and it was, if not a religious experience, a that band was fucking awesome. Yeah, like still the greatest thing they've ever seen 40 years later. So and somehow that got washed in, but that plays into the conversation about commercially viable because you said it exactly right. I think <clears throat> there's a few things that we we didn't mention in this Descendants conversation. The Descendants records um, became canonical for a wave of bands 10 years later who would, you know, like, yo, the fact that Sublime does a Descendants cover on one of their albums fucking matters it's the reason half the kids i knew in the high my high school knew the song hope just because it's like oh yeah sublime covers that song that band's cool all of a sudden that bumps them up a level not that bands didn't do bad brains covers but it was the hard song as opposed to descendants being something you're like could you see a descendant song in a really easy to easy to position like commercial absolutely you know it's it's a lot more yeah. accessible and i say this is a a like those are two day one bands for me you know um but that's sort of when we talk about commercially viable do i think the bad brains wanted to make music money on their music yes i do do i think just as much descendants if we're being honest i agree yes <laughs> I think, I think for sure. I think, Casey, the guy from the cars, when the cars were like the biggest fucking thing going, doing their record. That's right. So I think, and they had a lot of chances and it just didn't come together. And it, it's part of their story. And um, it's fascinating. It's weird. It's it's a really weird, weird thing. What were you going to say, Patrick? I might've stepped you. Uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like th- these, uh, like what becomes financially viable. Oh, what I was going to say, honestly, was a thing that would get me uh, disbarred from hardcore, uh, mm. which, which is uh, bad brains. When we talk about bringing in other influences, mm. uh, people can say, Oh yeah, live. It was awesome. Or I got it immediately when I heard the record. Um, it's still not for everybody you know 40 Correct. years late 40 years later i mean and, we 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 talk about how there's a s- sets of hardcore ears who hear it and they're like nah this isn't for me well here's where i'm getting disbarred um he- here's where i'm under investigation uh <laughs> it, it's uh i've talked about how knocked loose uh doesn't make sense to my ears right right like right. i i respect it i think it's good at what it is yeah like those dudes yeah uh, b- b- but it, but it's like one step past my understanding of hardcore, right? Right. And, but same, same. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that. Like, don't like this is where I get this bar is because somebody's going to be saying like, oh, you think uh, Knock Loose is as good as Bad Brains? No, Bad Brains makes perfect sense to my ears, and Knock Loose doesn't. But what I'm saying is that uh, this this kind of 
amalgamation of influences that doesn't make sense to a lot of people's ears, but to a certain person, it's, it's perfection. Uh, and if you, we think of knocked loose as being one of the biggest hardcore bands, or uh, if you presented knocked loose to 99% of people on the planet of earth, they, they yes. would say, the fuck is this? And please get your screaming music away from it. Right. And, and but I mean, if you put like pay to come on, do you think people would be like, I get it? No, no, same. no, no that's same. exactly what exact I mean. Same. I, exact it, same. Exact it, same. It, it, it's, uh, it, these are just alienating things by nature to a large degree. Whereas I think descendants, you could play for my mother. You could play for your mother and she might be like, ah, this guy's got a weird voice. Yeah. 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 But she would say, oh, it's cute punk music. Right. Versus bad brands where she'd say, I, I don't like the way that the guitars are always going. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh i think the same same in a lot of respects is that it's a, it's a lot of influences that add up to s- something really special for the people that love it and for an outsider it's it, it's only going to be a niche uh or, or it's going to be a, a a kitschy thing a, a novelty like yeah. knocked loose there's going to be people wearing knocked loose shirts in the same oh way that, that i i you know my my normie friends wear, uh, uh, you know, bad brain shirts or whatever. Sure. No, uh, you're right. That's uh, totally right. And part of that is because the penetration is greater. Like the bad brains penetration is about as good as you could ever hope for a proper hardcore band. Same thing with knock loose, knock loose. This is no disrespect to them. It's just that it's a diff, it's a challenging sound better than you would ever expect penetration to a normie audience. There's high schoolers that are straight up like, Knock loose rips and the, and, and and they're heavy and, and abrasive. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that's correct. Fucking, and, that, and and that might be one of a small handful of musical selections that they go for in that entire. Like their their music selection might be a lot less abrasive outside of that, but right. they've been able to move in. Yeah. Like like think it's, right. Like, Turnstile makes sense. Turnstile's got melody. Right. Kids mm-hmm. like it. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people that are like, "Yo, my four year old loves Turnstile," but like That's you right. go see Knock Loose, it's like you're fucking. All of your vital organs are vibrating. Yes. From it being like the fucking heaviest thing fucking ever created, but I think you know. I think in terms of viability. I think no one goes in. It's only what you're presented with yeah. is really what happens. No one. Because if you're going into hardcore to be commercially viable, I got some news for you. Yeah, there's, there's better ways. You can <laughs> Good, do luck. Literally, Good luck. Good luck. You're just as likely to like make the NBA. Yeah, Like you're one in a million <laughs> chance. You know what I mean? Like there's more NBA players right now than there, there have been viable hardcore bands over the last 20 years. Yes. Think about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bands, what is it? Fifteen times thirty. Numbers. So it's like there, there's so it's four hundred fifty. There's four hundred fifty NBA players. Yeah. Right. So um, do you, are there? Well, have there been four hundred fifty hardcore bands in the history of hardcore that have been commercially viable? No. 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 There you go. There's the math. Good night. Thanks, so, everybody. Um, here's <laughs> I want to I want to leave I mean, you guys on this. That's a problem, though. But I mean, I don't like. No, all right. So okay. turns the reason why we're talking about this. Can you hear me? Yes. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm yeah. all amped up. Please go we in. We love it. We love it. Go in. I think, you know, it, this all comes to fucking – it's a conversation because of Turnstile. Right. Sure. Because they're the biggest thing going. They're playing fucking arenas, blah, 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 blah. If you sat with those dudes in fucking 2009, whenever they started, it was like everyone's side gig. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Never in a billion years would you go, guess what, fellas, 2023, you're going to be playing Madison Square Garden main support – for a reuniting Blink-182. They'd be like, get the fuck out of here. 
Like I remember seeing them. They opened like the oh they didn't open. They played one like the the backtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, darkest the darkest half, darker half, darkest half, darker darker half, half darker half, yeah. darker half record release on Long yep. Island. It's like Foundation, a bunch of bands. And I remember watching them and be like, oh man, this band's cool. Like that drummer's got a he's a good front person. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have been like, yo, um, end up being like. The headlining time band. machine They're Tom gonna, comes in the door to Tom 2012 or whatever. And right. If wearing, I would have went wearing up wacky like, sunglasses, like, yo, Tom, it's me, Tom from the future. <laughs> right. Check like, this, this out. band is going to be playing arenas. I'd be like, like I, I, I wouldn't and say where's no. our flying car. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we talking right, about? Right, right. Like, I would never be like, fuck, no way. That's never going to happen. Cause you never know, but I never would have like, I wouldn't put my fucking money on it. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's like that's no right. disrespect to them or to anybody. It's just kind of like, you know, it, it, it just like they got certain things presented to them by their own fucking hard work. Oh, and, and, and I it mean, just kind of compiled. And like, I mean, the same thing with drug church, same thing with fucking fiddlehead, same thing like, you know, with, I mean, knocked loose toward forever. That's right. By the, time, by the never, time we like, talked to those folks, they had already been a band for years, years and years and years. Right, and like, right. Mind they, Force, maybe it wasn't Mind Force the whole time, but they were doing Living Laser and they were doing this band. They, like mm-hmm. Everyone put in the fucking work. But I mean, I don't think anyone got into it and was like, yo, this is going to pay like my fucking mortgage. Right. Nobody. No. So here's here's it a question. To, and it's cool. We should have Ace come on. Maybe we'll do a home and home. To, to really dorm room this conversation at large. But I want to leave you guys with this as a way to tease it. Yes or no. And I know that's hard to ask, but yes or no. Hardcore shouldn't be commercially viable. Um, here's my position on just this. Yes or no. Just yes or no. Okay. No. Yes. Yeah, uh, should wait. It should or shouldn't be. What's the question? Hardcore shouldn't be commercially viable. Ah, fuck. It's a hard one. Uh, I'll say that I. Okay. Yes. Yes. Tom. <sighs> all right. So all right. it's tough. I know. I'm here. I'll go well, next. I have a split. I know. I have I, a split well, answer. Patrick. It literally said yes. No. No. Yes. It's In 2023, tough. yes, it is commercially viable the hardcore that i grew up on was not but should it's different but should it be hardcore what people are doing now yes hardcore shouldn't be commercially viable i say yes it should not be commercially viable but there's an awful lot of caveats that we can make beyond that um hope to do that is hit us up let's go guys can we get out of the quagmire of hardcore internet goings on because I have a fun little game for us. Oh, all right. I was able to fix it out, and this is a fun one. Um, it is called Members Only. Mm. All right. So here's how it's going to work. I am going to... It's going to be a lineup from a band. We're doing a lineup off of a recording because that's the only way I can like confirm it, you know, is how it was listed. I'm going to start by naming band members. Um, let's, let's do this as a practice. Ready? So I'll say Eric. 
Andrew. Hans. Okay. <laughs> Sean Duty. That's right. There we go. And right. End of the year. Yeah, there we go. So so <clears throat> we'll do it. <clears throat> we'll do it. You call out when you think you have it. Okay. Now here's how it's gonna work. So are we scoring this or is it just for fun? We're scoring it. Brutal. We're scoring it. it. Yeah, this is gonna be bad. Here you go. Two things to know. One, you start with five points. Each correct answer is worth three points. You can buy hints. There are three hints for each one. So you can spend your points. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. Here's, here's the other thing. I did it by region, so it's going to help you out there, too. Okay? So there are, only, there are only two regions that we can work with for this version of the game. We're doing the Northeast Corridor, which is D.C. to Boston. Uh, well, Northeast, you know. It includes other stuff, but the Northeast and then the Midwest and Texas. So you get to pick the region and then I'll start. The goal will be whoever gets to 21 first, 21, a great gambling number, et cetera. Um, you start with five points. So you really only need to get six or so right. Um, but you will yeah. spend points. So if you spend a point to get a hint, if you spend a point to get a hint, you can go, I want to, I want a hint. You'll spend a point, you'll get a hint, and then if you get it right, you get two points. If you don't, you lose a point from your 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 bag, whatever you got. Okay, this right. is called. Right, now, are we only. going back and forth, or are we, or are we just like? I think in like we're gonna. It's. it's I gonna think be, that's fair to ring in like Jeopardy because. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna ring in. You're gonna start. You you get first decision. <laughs> like control of the board goes to whoever gets the right answer, but but it is ring in. Okay. Right, so it's not like because then Pat could be like, "You gave me fucking no." But if straight ahead, whoever, whoever straight ahead, whatever. Here, here's 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 how it works. If you say, I, "I want a hint," you get the hint and a clear shot at it. You know what I mean? First, and then it's like up to then it's then it goes to the other person too. So, got it. All right, are you guys ready to give this a whirl? Not at all. But let's do it. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. do it. You guys will do fine. Tom, you get the first one. Do you want to do Northeast Corridor or the Midwest in Texas? Oh, I'm going Northeast Corridor, baby. Okay. Let's get us started. Uh, it is first names only, by the way. I would hope so, yeah. Anthony. Dawn. Breakdown. 87. You got it. Great job, Tom. Plus three. Now, Patrick. Tom, t- Tom did you wait after Anthony? Because you, I mean, because New York, everybody one hundred Anthony's. Yeah, yeah but there, I literally could have named every band from Astoria, Queens, and been right. But I thought with Anthony there was one that I was like, I thought uh, Killing Time. That's what I thought too. He and was in both. But I then Don, right. I was like, that's the only reason I waited. <laughs> yeah, right. Don, guitar player on Breakdown '87. Now here's what I will tell you, so you can be clued in. That sucks. That was one of the few ones that I stood a chance of getting. Go on. Well, if you had said, I want a hint. There's three hints each one. The hint on that one, the first hint is 80s demo. Yeah, okay. So that tells you the time frame right. and then what run, it is. Run, run, so, right, you could have gotten confused there. So, all right. So, Tom, you did plus three. Do we want to do winner's ball or loser's ball? I mean, I want to do winner's ball because I won, but... Patrick, do you want to do your next pick? Do you want to do Northeast Corridor or Midwest in Texas? I would probably do Northeast anyway. So, don't. All right. Let's do Northeast again. All right. 
<clears throat> Mark. John. Super Touch. The Apostles. No, no. Steve. Jack. Uh, Slapshot. Yeah, Slapshot. <sighs> Good job. Guys, use those hints. Tom is currently up 11 to 5. All right. Uh, where do you want to go? I'm so confused. How does Pat even have five? We start you with start with five points. Start with five points. So if you want to ba- spend money our, on hints, you can. Oh, yeah, it's in the bank. I thought you meant like you start with five and like as I oh No, you start with right, five so have, and then you have 11. So if you use a hint point, you only got go down to 10. You know what I mean? So okay, got, it. Cool. got it. All right. I'm all right. confused. All right. Tom, you get to pick next. Northeast or Midwestern Texas? I mean, can you still hear me? Uh-oh. Do we lose Tom? It's my time to shine. Oh, Bye, shit. Tom. Bye, Tom. Uh-oh. <laughs> go on. <laughs> my time All to right. shine. Let's do it. All right. Where do you want to go, Patrick? I'll go Midwest. I'm going to go very slowly, so hopefully Tom can connect. This is his penance, huh? You're going to make him pay. All right. Kevin. Kevin. I'm going to sue Spectrum Cable. <laughs> Tom, did you hear or did you miss? I what missed we the whole fucking we're, thing. We're, we're in the Midwest. Patrick has oh, not scored any more I was supposed to be able to pick. Yeah. yeah, you got skipped. You get to, you'll do next two then. This is um, shit. Okay. It's, we're in the Midwest in Texas. Kevin. Kevin. Cole. What? I'll take a hint. Brian. Isaac. Okay. Oh, oh it's knocked loose. Uh, knocked loose, yeah. Right. Tom gets it. Three. Boom. 14. Boom. I need three more. Patrick. I was like, who? I'm hint. thinking, because it's Bob, I'm thinking, all right, who in the big boys is going to be named Cole in 81? <laughs> well, well in, Cole. In, in rem- no, that's right. But remember... I'm going to mix it up. I'm trying to do different time frames. No, I appreciate that. But I think it's Texas. I think of like the 2005 class and on or well, yeah, that's right. That's right. DRI class. That's right. I mixed it up though. I I appreciate um, that. But I still tried to keep it. So there's at least one or two names that are going to be like, Oh, Duh, right, you know. Well, that, that's that's I, those are the ones I'm relying on because I don't. Yeah. I mean, every band's got a fucking break. Right. Let's say in Texas. All right, stay so the Midwest in Texas. Midwest, Midwest in Texas. Texas. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Chris. God damn it. Bob. What? Frank. What? Stop this. James. That's hint. All right, Patrick's using a hint. 90s, their first album. And these guys use uh, nicknames. Fuck. What? Give me the names. You get a clean one. You get a clean one here. Uh, 90s, and it's their first album is this lineup. Chris, Bob, Frank, and James. Midwest and Texas. Midwest and Texas. They use nicknames. They use nicknames from the nineties. Fuck nicknames. I do not know. All right, Tom. 
I got nothing. Do you want another hint, Patrick? Yeah, well, or I'm Tom? Okay, Cleveland. Integrity, Chris. No, wait, no, wait. No. Oh fuck, Patrick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, 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 uh fucking human furnace. Uh, 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 I'd never do good when I'm under pressure. What? Uh, what's the fucking band name? You got it, Human Furnace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Can I go? No, you can't. No, you can't. How long does he get? Uh, he I was get, supposed to. He was supposed to get a clean one because he did pay for the hint. I so. guess I get one more second to remember a band that I've fucking seen twice. Um, you only seen them twice. Uh, they came to Albany every other weekend. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> they would play this show. You like the band name? The thing is, he li- he likes the uh, band who's named after this album. Yes, yes, yes. I, uh, I kind of do. Yeah, Ringworm. Thank you. There we go. Um. Do we talk? Does hardcore in general talk about Ringworm, The Promise, enough? No, uh, no. It had a moment where it really got talked about, yep. but I'm not sure that it does anymore. No, it, and it's for people at home. We've talked about this, and we've blamed the Youngs for pumping a lot of stuff, good and bad. But like, sure. this happens. This is just like there. Somebody will talk about something incessantly, and then it'll become a thing. And the the Syracuse dudes talked up. And some of the New York dudes talked up uh, the ringworm record, the promise. And it became a a conversation for like, you know, two years, three years again, after it had kind of not been a conversation for a long time. So, uh, that one was an especially tough one because they all have nicknames. If I, yeah, Chris is Chris ringworm. Bob, I think is a different nickname. Three gun is Frank. And that's why I thought integrity. And I was like, I forgot Dwid's name. I know. Yeah, uh, different. You're correct. All right, Tom, you get to go again um, to to set the boat straight. Where would you like to go? Um, can I can I get a score here? Fourteen to it's fourteen to six. All right, I'm going northeast. So Patrick spent two points on 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 his hint, but he got it. So northeast. What, what was that? Northeast, please. Northeast. All right, northeast. <clears throat> Chris, John, Sean. Baba. We're back in the Northeast? Yep. In the corridor. Northeast corridor. Chris, Sean, John, John, Sean, Baba. Give me a hint. From the 80s, lineup is from their split. Fuck. He's got a clean one here. Oh, well, I mean... Tom's going to steal it if you don't get this, Patrick. It feels like Bubba should be clear enough to me. It should Um, be. Oh, man. Someone's breaking their car radio right now. Yeah, yeah. Can I answer? Yeah, you can. Void. Correct. Bubba Dupree. Yeah. It's funny because I was thinking Northeast Corridor, that's very intentional. It's got to be Baltimore or D.C. And I was like, what what, what, what is it? And the only thing that got me was the split. Split yeah. confirmed. Bubba Dupree. If some if somebody's a fan of Void, they probably know that fella. So, um, and and Columbia, Maryland was the second hint because Void is, um, you know, kind of popularly known as Discord band, but not totally like DC Discord band. You know. So, all right, uh, Patrick, it's your choice: Midwest and Texas, or the Northeast Corridor. Where are we going? Well, uh, I don't know any of these. Let's go Midwest. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> All right. 
Santiago, Dave, Steve. That's it, huh? Santiago, uh, Dave, Steve. Somebody want to buy a hint? Um, yeah, I'll take it's a hint. Chicago, feels like a Chicago. All right, Let's Tom. See. 80s, this lineup's from their second album. Give me another one. Chicago. All right. I'm going to hope it's Steve Albini and say Big Black. It is Big Black. Good job, Tom. Santiago, Chile threw me off. Big Black is on my list. He also goes by a fake name on the songs about fucking LP, which is a which was their last record. He goes by the fake name of a famous entertainment lawyer because he was going they they were breaking up and stopping making music mostly because he was going to law school. So they thought it was like a, a good farce. It's pretty funny. Um, big black uh, atomizer is on my list of records to sit with in the near future. So that's why I was, I feel like about. I'd like a Steve Albini record more now in this age than I did. Cause I remember it people being like, dude, shellac big black. And I listen, I go, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, I, like I, I wonder about shellac. Like, I, I think there's a couple things I, I would appreciate now more in the shellac catalog. Yeah, you, Patrick, you would. You would. Yeah, it, it's it's all good. Uh, I say this as like the most intense Albini hater. It's weird. I was out, out for a bike ride the other day, and my thought was, I hate Steve Albini. That that was like what what I was ref- you know, bike rides are med- meditative places, and yep. you're like, and my thought that for like half my bike ride was, I'd like to make a a big banner for for a bunch of my shows that just has Steve Albini uh, calling AOC a, a, a generational uh, political talent, which he did. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm curious. Jesus. I'm curious now if he would stand by that now that she's like kind of revealing herself to be more and more corporate. But uh, I just thought it was, he probably would. He's a fucking boomer. But uh, I was just sitting around thinking, fuck what an idiot Steve Albini is. Um, so, but his music still stands up. It's really quite good. Uh, I'll take Big Black over Shellac, but uh, Shellac is uh, great guitar music. All right, Patrick. Uh, I believe score? you brought us to the Midwest. It is currently eighteen to six. Yes, I, 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 I'm not feeling great. It's okay, Tom. Can I say the board right. is yours? Yes, of course. No, no. Yeah. I'm gonna once I win. I'm gonna. I have a comment. Oh, okay. I'm gonna stay northeast. Your, your choice. North stay in the okay. northeast. All right. <clears throat> Josh, Mike, Sandy, Jonah, Fuck. Damien. Okay, I got it. Fucked up, yeah. Go, say it. Fucked up. Good job. Right. Have you Are been waiting really to in the Northeast Corridor? Oh, wow. The train doesn't go there. <laughs> it was. I was gonna do Atlantic Division, but also the Atlantic is tough there. You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. So. I'm playing this on the protest because that is definitely not Northeast. Stop. Corridor. You're. You're still. You still are doubled that, up on them right now. Northeast Corridor. When you go Northeast Hardcore, you don't go fucked up. No, but it's the no, last. Oh no, no. But 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 it, technically part of uh, the East Coast Megapolis. So that's right. Northeast. I, I, I almost. I almost did Megalopolis. Amtrak train. It Amtrak's does not over. go. 
to fucking Mississauga or wherever the fuck. Northeast Corridor is actually, uh, yeah, I, I actually had the exact, this is why you can tell we're too geography, geography focused, because I, in my head, reviewed this and was going to call it the Megalopolis. Um, but even that, Toronto, it's a little hard. But there's another one in this Northeast category that is outside of those bounds. So just there's one other. So Good keep that in mind. All right. All right. All right. Patrick, you're, you're bored. Where are we going? Pat, collusion. That's your side's <laughs> favorite term. It's fucking collusion. California. Well, we don't have California. It's no Midwest California, Texas. You the Pacific <laughs> Division. I didn't get enough time in the Pacific. I have one listed in the Pacific Division. Do you want Mid- to do that Midwest. one? Uh, yeah, let's, right. why don't we do that? Although Tom we'll is do the really one. Let's see here. So fucking good. Ready? <laughs> this is the Pacific Division. Yes. Okay. Paul. Oh, sinking ships. No. Fuck. Billy. Sinking ships. <laughs> <laughs> Todd. Uh, 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 betrayed. Is, is Yannick. Just... Oh, is this um da, 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 da. is the tragedy? Yep. For the win. Tom nails it. Good job, buddy. Yannick was the one that threw because I was like, Paul. <laughs> of course. And I'm like, Paul. If Meiner. you guys haven't noticed, I've been doing it by scale. Yeah. I've been trying to like the I most identifiable. That. A lot of work. Like, like fucked up. I should have got a Jonah because that's like a it's like very like, oh yeah, I, kn- I know who that well, man is. Well, I thought Sandy would have been a decent like you know starting what? point, like a I, deep But I feel like that could be like a DC guy that was in like true, fucking true. ignition. Very yeah. true. Very uh, true. Uh, yeah. So but Jonah, I was like, I, my head went to the the Jonah that was in far and all that and i was like no oh, he's not yeah, from there yeah. and, but but uh yeah i thought i should have gotten it before then and weirdly anthony was the one that i was yeah, most you, were, you were i think you know what <laughs> the most common name for italians and i was I, like i got it. i gotta be honest when i made this game i was like there's another one on here that i was like i was literally listening to you tom get the answer that we didn't hit so let's try it I'm going to give you the hint because it's a pretty tough one. It's okay. a 90s band. This is their first album. Jesse, Matt, Joe, Scott, Scott. Buried Alive? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> I was like, yo, Tom's going to get this one. I was like, like just- I was thinking Overcast? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the two Scots was the only reason I knew. I was like, Tom's going to at least be familiar enough to know, oh, there's two Scots in that band. So that was cool. And when you did um, Jonah, I was thinking, I'm like, if he says Craig, I'm thinking it's only Living Witness. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, there's like five Jonas that everybody knows. And, yeah. Um, but I was so, just like the point out the will, thing that I wanted to say. Yes, yes. This was a game that it was impossible to have any kind of cheating system or anything yeah our friend and listener of the pod in july our friend amy mm. said that i always win the games because i cheat what? <laughs> at the live show, I, like that. I like that at the live show she was like because you're a cheater and i was like that hurt my heart whoa hey, listen that sounds ah. like that sounds like cope but it's cope that i'll sign on for I uh, I was not aware of that. No, um, I made this game up about an hour before the podcast. 
it seems very difficult to cheat on. <laughs> um, and we're going to play it again at some point when I can do the whole thing and maybe we'll have a guest on to do it because we should have a few other people. So, Tom, you're back on a winning streak. Uh, you have only lost once to Patrick. Um, but, you know, you almost won that time too. So, Yeah, well, yeah. He signed off on us. It died again. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's see. Uh, Would you have gotten this catch one? these fucking hands, man? <laughs> How did you get? You are on the cricket What's that? wireless of fucking. Yo, seriously, uh, man. What am I like on a tin can? I know. Yo, um, if I have, I think I might have to move. I'm going to deliver, bring back my modem and br- drop them off some hands because this fucking Spectrum yeah. Wireless sucks all the worst things in the world. Yeah, you can. But I would just like to point out, I don't know how far I got, but our friend Amy from California, we were doing the live show. Oh, we heard you. You heard me. Yeah, we we did hear that part. Yeah. And you heard Tom Sheehan, of all things, is not a cheater. Yes. Well, listen. I'm just fast. I'm fast on the fucking uptake. Mm. And I'm and I'm kind of smart and I love hardcore. So like it all works in my favor. I like her theory, though. I I think it deserves more explora- ah, more exploration. Of course, it does. When you get your fucking ass handed to you every time. I, I'm, I'm putting together a committee. We're, we might find some truth. Uh, we're just going to explore things. You know what I mean? Sure, uh, please up, feel free. I I don't have a conclusive thing coming going into yeah, it. It's going to be Eric, Evan. Who else? <laughs> who else you got? Yeah, Tom. It's uh, it's one of those situations where it's like an 85 percent false, but like maybe there's 15 percent truth right. for Patrick yeah, to find. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. I mean, I don't have to cheat. I just like hardcore and I read stuff. (laughs) Shout out, everybody. Have a good night.